Once upon a time, I was sitting in my room. Alright. Thinking about all the things I want to say and do. Like what? Such a quiet man. Shh. What can I do then? I don't know. Start a brand new podcast with my family and my friends. Oh, cool. Hey, my name is Joe. Hello. That you want to know. What you got? Let's begin this journey. Thank you so very much for joining. Yeah. Here we go. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Not Your Average Joel. So today we are on episode 47. We are coming to a close on season two. Um, after this, I have three more episodes that will be coming out. And season two has been going amazing. A lot of great people have been on here, a lot of past guests, and a bunch of new guests have been on here as well, which speaking of new guests, we have a new guest here today. Uh, this is Chris Kelly. Uh, it's weird. I, I don't call him just Chris. I call him Chris Kelly, I guess, because I know so many Chris's, but uh but I've known Chris for uh, over 10 years. I think probably even like 11 years. We actually met, um, crazily, we met the day after I graduated from high school. We met through uh, mutual friends. We met at a bowling alley here in the Birmingham area. And ever since then, we just kind of kept in contact with one another. Because like after that, then we saw each other at like orientation at the first college that we started going to, Jeff State. And then, um, then the rest was history. So we just met through, uh, through mutual friends that we had at the time. And, uh, and now, uh, here we are now. And this has been, it's been a few years since I've actually gotten to talk to him. We just had some busy, busy things going on. And, uh, and here we are now. And I'm glad that you're here. So thank you for being here. No, thank you for having me. For sure. Thank you uh, for having me. Absolutely. So uh, before I tell everybody what this topic is about, I'm going to have Chris just briefly introduce himself, just tell everybody where he's living these days and what he does for a living and uh, if you go to school or not. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, my name is Chris Kelly. I am 29 now. Um, I, well, I am an actor and I am a, um, well, serve at a restaurant. So the cliche lifestyle of an actor, you know, uh, right now I'm currently not going to school, but I am thinking about manipulating the free tuition that is in New Mexico because I do live in New Mexico as of, uh, two years about now. So it's, I mean, the passes of time is like really weird for me right now. I'm actually going through that. But and I know we talked about that a little bit earlier, but uh, yeah, so I'm an actor, um, TV film, and um, you can catch me on episode two, season two of The Cleaning Lady. That is the most recent and uh, Better Call Saul, the last season. I believe it's uh, episode six, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, that's uh, that's a little bit about me. There's of course, there's more, but um, yeah, that's me. <laughs> yeah so yeah when he says he's an actor he is on these tv shows that people have heard of like definitely better call Saul I've definitely heard of so definitely go check those out like you know give us a give our friend uh, some support out there and all that every yes. time when I see him posting like these clips I'm like come on Hollywood <laughs> <laughs> like before you know it hopefully you'll get up to that uh that area you know to where you are going to be in bigger roles and all that but right now these are big yes. accomplishments getting into those roles too <laughs> yes 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 it's been a, it's been a wild 
wild trip telling you it's been it's been wild <laughs> so. yeah yeah I'm, def I'm sure of that which yes though that kind of reminds me of a topic that you know viewers you will be looking out for at some point in the future me and chris will be talking again about um like hollywood expectations or just like the the life of like an actor and kind of like challenges that come with that so definitely be sure to uh, keep an eye out on that but right now we are here to talk about another topic which I uh, will go ahead and tell everybody what we're talking about so we are going to be talking about our childhood so I think the reason why I want to talk about this is because um of course everybody goes through this stage of life everybody has some challenges that happen in this area of life but there are some good things that happen in this uh, area of our life too to where uh, we start having these like nostalgic feelings of missing um, being a kid sometimes especially when we're you know both here we're about to we're going to be 30 next year Ugh. but <laughs> but uh, the 30 is a new 20 but uh anyways uh I think yeah, just going, you know, talking about our childhood and like things that we went through, whether, you know, good or bad, you know, so I think that would be good. And you know, hopefully viewers, you can uh, relate to these, um, you know, these times as well. And you're welcome to talk about your experience, you know, whether on YouTube or on my Instagram page at Not Your Average Joel Podcast. So I have a few questions that I'm going to be asking Chris and I will be giving my input as well. So we are going to go ahead and get into this first question. So um, nowadays there is um, these kids are being brought up with like social media and technology, things that we weren't brought up with. And as far as the late 90s, I mean, like as far as like a phone and all of these other technologies and early 2000s. So um, so with the social media and technology that is, you know, around nowadays and growing, um, do you think that uh, or do you wish that when you were a child that like um, you grew up in a time of social media and technology or did you like growing up back um, before all of this technology got so big? <laughs> um, personally, um, I think the 90s was uh, a very good, good time to be alive. <laughs> it was a very good time. And um, I am a nostalgic person just in general. I know pretty much anybody that knows me knows that I have a cadence to, you know, a, a lot of a lot of tributes to the 90s era. Um, I wear a lot of 90s uh, apparel, uh, a lot of a lot of 90s gear so <laughs> uh i personally believe that the like if i had social media back then and if it was actually present i just don't think that it would be the same kind of error you know what i mean the things that made the 90s unique and special um is the lack of the social media and it is the lack of uh, technology i mean i'm not saying that there was a big lack of technology but the way that we grown since the 90s in technology um, has been ridiculous. So I really do believe that at, in the 90s, it was it was special because it was the 90s and it was it didn't have all, all those things. So I'm going to I'm going to say no to that because it's social media has so many like has a lot of good things going for it. Don't get me wrong. It has amazing tools that we can find out just by getting on our phones. But there goes the the con of it as well. Um, the is almost too much information to you know what I mean like 
as I mean, I remember getting on MapQuest just to find something. You know what I mean? Like you would MapQuest something. You wouldn't get on Google. It's like so easy and accessible now to find directions to anywhere. And like, like I said, there's pros to that, but there's also cons to having so much information to the point where I feel like it's building a toxic um, kind of relationship between people um, in the world because of social media and because, you know, you have hearsay, he, you know, she say, he says kind of deal, you know? So yeah, social media, I just, I don't know. I don't think that, I don't think that it would be the nineties if social media was this present back in the nineties, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I totally agree with that. I feel like there's so, so much, uh, there's a lot of good things that come out of social media, but there's a lot of bad things too. Like, I feel like with, um, as far as like bullying goes, like, I feel like that's been growing so much because you can nowadays just be, you can just comment on people's photos or you can like uh, DM people and, you know, you can just do all these different ways of tearing somebody down and, you know, making fun of somebody, or you can like, be able to humiliate them by like you know through video or photos or you know there's just so many like dark sides of social media that I feel like if I grew up during that time to where not only the people in my school see this but like the whole world is seeing these things on social media um, I feel like that just takes things to a whole new level because like um, back in my middle school days I definitely was uh, bullied So um, I definitely like if I was in that time where people were recording me and that those times of being bullied and harassed and stuff like that, I definitely uh, would I would definitely have a I don't know if I would I don't know. It would just would be very hard. I don't know if I would be as strong, you know, as I am today, like as far as, you know, overcoming those um, childhood, I guess, wounds, we can say. Um, so I guess, you know, I just feel like yeah, with bullying, I feel like it's on social media is taken to a whole new level because it, it gets presented to the whole world. And then also just, um, you know, it's just so easy to bully on there. It's easier to type out, you know, these things than to say something face to face to somebody um, and tearing somebody down. So I definitely can see a, a lot of bad out of social media. Like if I was a kid growing up, just uh, just from what I'm seeing here on nowadays, whether it's TikTok or uh, Instagram or or even Twitter, even I don't have Twitter, but like I hear about these crazy tweets out there. Mm hmm. Exactly. And I mean, if you, I was actually like looking at a, a study on the subject of suicide and they were saying like, you know, Christmas is like the like around this time is about the highest, you know, that suicide rates is they go up during this time, basically. Um, so. I think that while we all know what Christmas stands for, for a lot of people. We all know that, you know, it's a time to be with your family, da, 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 da. It's a time to do this, it's cheer and da, 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 and gifts. And like, it's, a, it's don't get me wrong, that the initial, um, the concept of it is not a bad thing, but you have people who maybe don't have families. This is not known through, I mean, this is something that's been known for a long time not just through like social media. So I think that um, 
and there's also research and studies um, that go into depression uh, and social media and the connection with that. Well, here's the thing. You get on Facebook, you get on Twitter, you get on Instagram, you get on TikTok and you see all these grandiose things, you know, happening in these scenes of grandeur. And, you know, you think, oh, that person's life is X, Y, Z. And you make your own assumptions based on that one video that you saw. That was probably staged and rehearsed. And, you know, like a social media post is in the moment. In that moment, you capture that 30 seconds. You know what I mean? Like I could post a picture right now and say, oh my gosh, I'm, you know, doing this, this and that. And then post like, you know, me doing quirky things and stuff like around the city, yada, yada, yada. I mean, don't get me wrong. It is cool. And there is pros to that, you know, but once again, there is a dark side. And the fact is some people will look at that and they usually look, look at it when they feel depressed. They usually get on social media and then you've got like this deeper sense of depression because, oh, look what that person's doing. Look what this person is doing. And then you make it seem like, you know, the grass is always greener on the other side. And that's what social media kind of encompasses. Um, and so um, not to go so much into social media and depression, but like that's also, I mean, going back to the subject of childhood, you know, we didn't have that. So we didn't, we couldn't see easily what pe other people were doing all the time, 25-8. Like it, it, it becomes a lot for a lot of people and um we just had a bit of a simpler time you know what i mean it was it was a definitely more of a simple time and not saying like the 90s were the best best for everybody but it definitely didn't have that social media aspect that you know we're talking about here so i, de I definitely agree it's it's definitely a lot of um a lot of mental struggle that comes out of social media. And that is one of them. And I don't think that the, it helps anybody to see that you're, you know, I don't know, in the Caribbean or something like that. And that, you know, it doesn't, some things are just, it shouldn't be everybody's business. <laughs> Not saying that shouldn't be, but I'm just saying with those images constantly coming up and the people that are vulnerable to depression and anxiety and um, all of those feelings of worthlessness and stuff, that doesn't help America as a whole, you know? Yeah, yeah, I definitely can see what you mean that like, you know, we almost have an unrealistic like expect we've give like an unrealistic expectation of like life, basically, when we post these kind of things on social media, where like we catch just a, a moment, or, you know, a photo or, or like you were saying, maybe a 30 second video out there, you know, kind of making some memories. And then, uh, but then somebody on the other end may look at that and think like, well, I don't have family or I may not have the finances to travel or you know things like that to where it may bring you know depression mm -hmm. and you know these hard things out of that and, and I can see even that like even if I was a, a kid now like looking at let's just say if there was you know a kid in my grade that you know had a 
a rich family that was able to travel and do all these things. And then here I am thinking like, you know, I have a lot of siblings. So like, you know, we didn't really get to travel as much. Like we got to travel to, you know, Panama City Beach every year. But besides that, like every now and then we'll take like a little road trip to Atlanta or New Orleans or something like that. But as far as like a, a big, like a big trip, um, that didn't really get to happen for me during my childhood. But, um, but I think it's okay. You know, I, I think, you know, now I have a love for travel and, you know, I get to do it on my own time and, you know, stuff like that. But, um, but when I was a kid, I think, yeah, things were a lot simpler and I wasn't really too focused on the idea of like traveling really besides going to the beach, you know, every June or July. So that was definitely, um, you know, just having that simpler times of, you know, that. And then also like, as far as technology, I started thinking of like the, the, the fun times as far as like, um, playing like you know nintendo 64 that's like probably the first <laughs> that's probably the first like game system that i had well either mm -hmm. that or like i think we also had a playstation also or playstation 2 i forget but i remember just those good old simple days of just not even having to worry about social media which you know that wasn't an option back then but just um having you know just just getting to be a kid and getting to play video mm -hmm. games with your siblings and um hopefully beating them at mario kart <laughs> yeah right right <laughs> love it rainbow road here we go that movie is coming out by the way and i am so excited <laughs> oh yeah yeah i forget that that is coming quick so yeah, i am excited <laughs> yeah i'm excited my to childhood see self is like the little the little kid is in me is literally like happier than ever <laughs> like i swear i'm i'm so excited about that i'm i'm pumped i'm gonna be pushing those little kids out of the way <laughs> <laughs> yeah the same here i definitely can't wait to see it i'm definitely excited to you know kind of like you were saying just bringing back those nostalgic memories we get to, we got to play these things when we were kids like mario party mm -hmm. and mario kart and um even like you know mario golf even though now looking back at the graphics <laughs> when i go like look at a nintendo 64 game i'm thinking oh my gosh like we have changed as far as how these uh video games look so realistic now <laughs> right and that's what we, it's just so funny because that's probably what we said a long time ago when nintendo 64 was out it was like oh look at these graphics they're amazing <laughs> you got a little 8 bit <laughs> 64 bit <laughs> mario and super smash brothers it was it was good though it was good <laughs> yeah those were definitely the good old days for sure but um hey, hey. one other thing that i wanted to mention right quick i feel like even back then in the days i i didn't even have this in my question but like as far as like television i feel like um I feel like there was just the shows I feel like were so much better in our childhood days. I feel like these shows that are on like Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon or even Disney Channel, I feel like they're not even worth looking at anymore. But I feel like those shows back then were just so much more interesting and more. Uh, I just I don't know. I just loved it. <laughs> I think uh, honestly, we were a little bit wild in the 90s. Everything was a little unhinged. Um. So, and this also goes with social media, and I'm not going to go too much into this, but I really do feel like we're all, like, and, and because of social media, I feel like everybody's trying to stay in this, like, one little box. Like, everybody's, like, stuck in this little box, 
and they're trying to stay in that box. And we do have like, you know, levels of uniqueness we have, you know, but I honestly do feel like there is almost like, I feel like everybody's wearing uniforms right now because everybody's trying to stay in this, in this invisible box that um, has all these different rules and standards. And if you say this, you're this, this, this. And if you say that, it's da, da, da. It, in the strive to be unique, I feel like everybody is not unique at all these days. Um, and I, I, I do blame social media. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I do blame social media. And I do blame the trends that are on TikTok and stuff like that. And it's almost like I just feel like we're repeating the same thing over and over again. And I, I just don't know if there's a sense of originality these days um, because of that box, of that invisible box that we're kind of, that we put ourselves in. That is completely psychological, by the way, completely mental. But it's based on the things that we ingest through social media. So I'm not going to get too much into that. That's all I'm going to say about that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but you make a really good point because that is very true that like with social media comes with the idea of like, there's these trends that are out there and then you almost have to, if you want to be cool. Yeah. If you want to be cool, you got to do these kind of trends. You got to, you know, fall into all of these different uh, different things that like people may not do if it weren't for social media. So like there's mm-hmm. a lot of uh, a lot of expectations that come with that. And then like you were saying, it comes with a, a mind game. Basically, it's like a mental thing mm-hmm. to where you start thinking like, man, like I got to do all of this to stay relevant, basically. And mm-hmm. and that's just that's just such a crazy expectation because the moment you don't do a trend like that, you're basically forgotten about. We are so forgetful nowadays that like, um, you know, that like whenever somebody stops trying to stay with the, the modern day culture of social media, you know, people think like, Oh man, this person, where are they? What's happening to them? Or sometimes I don't even ask that. Sometimes they just completely forget about them. And then when they show their face here like a few months later they're like oh yeah like i forgot about this person so mm-hmm. i like that we don't have to worry about the that kind of pressure when it came to that like we we were probably more concerned about like um who has a 64 pack of crayons like <laughs> I yeah, be exactly them. <laughs> exactly exactly so, seriously the 64 pack of crayolas oh my gosh yeah with the sharpener <laughs> too <laughs> yeah oh yeah <laughs> so we were concerned about that we were concerned about like are you team disney are you team nickelodeon like i'd rather go yeah. back to those days like or if you were both. so like i love that or even like cartoon network just thinking about watching like dexter's laboratory and like the Powerpuff mm-hmm. Girls. There are just so many like good shows out there, and these shows nowadays, I feel like they're just uh, they're not original. I feel like anymore, like you were saying, I feel like the originality of shows and some movies, I feel like they're just all based off of um like based off books, or they had to remake a movie that they already mm-hmm. remade like in the nineties. So exactly, I, it's bad <laughs> right now. It's bad right now. Yeah. I, so, I will say the Adventures of Gumball, though. Just saying, I'll throw that out there before you go on. But the Adventures of Gumball 
is hilarious. It is a newer show, cartoon on Cartoon Network, and they do make <laughs> they make a lot of like they make a lot of points that people don't think about, but they they throw shade like they throw shade <laughs> at the cultures. So it's yeah, that's all I got to say. That that one was really funny. <laughs> yeah i've heard of that i've actually never seen it but i have heard of um that show so um uh, so i guess i guess the show that there are still some shows out there it's probably maybe hard to find but there's some of those hidden gems out there that are uh you know really good having like as far as shows and even uh movies there there is some originality but i feel like a lot of it has definitely it's almost scarce oh, yeah. in a way just due to oh, like yeah. you were saying social media mm-hmm <laughs> Mm-hmm. so yeah definitely yes. don't miss those days for sure <laughs> so uh I, I definitely don't miss uh i wouldn't miss those days i i think i just said that wrong i definitely wouldn't if i was a kid growing up in social media i definitely feel like i'd be a whole different person i feel like i feel mm-hmm. like i'd be constantly um, seeking approval from people <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah we would it would not be good <laughs> yeah so um i guess moving on into our next question um my next question is um do you have friends from your childhood that you still keep up with to this day <laughs> yeah um i mean i know you said it earlier uh but yeah i mean we we still talk from time to time it's gotten very scarce but um i still talk to people that are from I'd say, I don't even say my childhood childhood, but, you know, I through through social media, and here comes the pros of social media, I can continue to do that with um, some of my childhood friends. Um, so we do keep up every now and then, or just even like posting that kind of helps keep up with, you know, what, what my friends are doing, because sometimes I just don't even say anything. I have a bad habit of just like disappearing. Um, <laughs> So, and I think people have gotten gotten that out of me. I think people already know that I just have these trends of me disappearing for a little bit. So I don't think anybody knocks me too hard on that. But um, yeah, I, I do keep up with a good amount of friends, especially from like that time that we met, like that whole time period. I keep up with a lot of people from on then um, college, the college days. Like Jeff Jeff State and it's so funny because I haven't heard Jeff State in so long. Then you mentioned it earlier, and I was like, "Oh boy!" But yeah, through social media, um, like I said, there goes the pros of social media. I do keep up with it. quite a few of my friends, um, and it's just so weird to it's so weird to like see how everybody's progressing. You know, there's some people that. I mean, come on now. You remember back at Pinson, like some of those people just did not <laughs> did not go through the best time at Pinson, but now they're doing great, you know. So um yeah, I keep up with a few of them. <laughs> quite a bit, quite a few of them. I say more than I thought through social media. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely good. I'm glad that um social media is here during these times for that reason. Like you said, there are some really good things that come out mm-hmm. of social media to where um if there wasn't no social media, I probably wouldn't be having much contact with these people unless uh unless there were 
they're like um i guess i'm starting to think of like the phones that like they grew up with back in the mm 90s -hmm. they didn't even have like did they have flip phones at that point or was it the say by the bell like a big phone that you had to pull the antenna up I think it was still kind of like that. I, I have a hard time remember with phones. It, I know the flip phone was like flip phone, flip phone, flip phone. <laughs> I, I, I think that was introduced like late 90s, maybe early 2000s. Mm, I just remember all of a sudden popping up and then like that was the thing. So, Yeah. yeah, it's been interesting. But you remember we had to like buy minutes to keep up, <laughs> oh yeah. like... You'd be like, oh, I'll call you. Like, oh, wait, I don't have enough minutes to actually call you. So you have to like call me on the house phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that I was a thing. yes, I can't believe I, I completely forgot about that. But now that <laughs> you mentioned that, it's like, oh yeah, like it's just so crazy. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the you had minutes. to go to the gas station to go pick up some minutes or something. Yeah, it's like, look how far we've come. Like, even these pay phones are being taken down now. Nobody uses pay phones anymore. Mm. And have you also noticed, like, to play with your friends? It's kind of hard to play with your friends, like the multiplayer screen on video games. That's, that's not even, they're almost getting rid of that right now. If you want to play with your friends, you have to go online, which is a service that you have to pay for monthly, like a subscription. Yeah. Have you noticed that? There's no more multiplayer, like, you know, grab a controller, get on. kind of thing it's more it's more like a let me get on and play with my friend and message him through you know the the app on the console and tell him to meet up on call of duty or whatever games that are out now i, I haven't been playing multiplayer games in so long for partially that reason but um yeah everything is online now <laughs> Yeah, see that that's everything something is online I definitely will not be able to get used to. I I don't like that idea. <laughs> I don't like the just the good old ways we used to always do it. Ay, ay. Uh, <laughs> America has a problem. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so so um But yeah, with social media, like I think without the social media and the technology that we have nowadays, I feel like I, I wouldn't be able to keep up with people from my childhood. As far as childhood, I'm going to even uh, consider a course like 18 and below. And I, I really didn't have friends like when I was really young up until I was maybe uh, 14. So like I had my first like true friends. which uh, with Chris knows, uh, he knows both Cliff and Christy. Uh, that was my first like friends that I had in my life. And then uh, same with uh, my friend Devin. Those were like the first three friends that showed up in my life uh, during high school, like my um, freshman, sophomore year. So okay, I still keep up with them and then through social media with uh, some of them. But um, And then also even people that I didn't get to talk to from high school because I was so shy. Um, I've now been able to reconnect with them. Even here on this podcast, I've had some people from uh, Pinson that I didn't really get to talk too much that have been on here. So I think uh, it's, it's definitely been good, like as far as social media and technology. But um, but as far as like any actual like childhood friends from like before 14, um, I, I don't really have any. So I guess I can't really answer that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I I mean, I I had a couple of friends that I used to ride bikes with that they're on my, uh, they're on Facebook, and so it's, so, it's crazy to see them too, because I remember, like, learning how to ride a bike with some of those people, and it's just, I'm just like, wow, 
<laughs> wow. I had a Tasmanian devil bike, by the way. And I never forget it. I never forget it. <laughs> yeah. I never forget it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. With uh, a fun fact about me, I actually never learned how to ride a bike. So uh, to this day, I don't know how to ride a what? bike. <laughs> what? What? That was like the thing for me, like going back and I don't know, going back and just having the excitement of going to go ride a bike was just, and I still have it. <clears throat> Excuse me, I still have it, but like, I don't know. I think I need to go ride a bike. I think that'll give me a, a good, like, that should be my next goal this year is to get a bike and and ride bikes again because that was really fun. That was really fun to do. So, I don't know. That's got me thinking now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be uh, really good to get on, get on a bike and get the ride. And I, I definitely want to learn at some point because back when I was a kid, I was team scooter. Like back when the scooters were out. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, I yeah. got one too later on, but um, then they came. Well, excuse me. Then they came out with like the the motorized scooters, mm. and then I wanted one of those. But I forget how, what it was called. I forgot what they called them back then. And now they got those, like, you know, at pay stations here in Tampa where you can, like, you know, pay for a little scooter to ride around downtown and stuff. It's 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 just so weird to see where things have come from since childhood, you know. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think the scooter that I had was uh one of those where you had to like stop the brake, like the brake was on the back, and you had to like oh, press yeah. down. <laughs> yeah, Razor, Razor. There you go. That's a what it is. A R Z R or something like that, or maybe an A R Z O R, but I think it was R A Z R, as in Razor, like like the way it was spelled was literally Razor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah those were definitely the good old days getting to ride that back when like uh, even when i was a kid i didn't really go outside much but when i did go outside i was on a scooter definitely mm -hmm. because um the hills like i live kind of like up on a hill and uh like even my driveway it's like a big hill like going downwards so like it was always fun going down that and then also like the street coming up to my house kind of goes like at a, a downward like so like it's getting to ride that um during those kid childhood days. So there were times <laughs> where I probably didn't get um stop when I needed to stop to where I almost you had to um jump ship basically. <laughs> you had to you know stop yourself from falling or like tipping over. But I've definitely had my moments of falling. But but yeah, I did that as... on purpose. I would do that on purpose <laughs> sometimes where I just like I was like, let me see if I can make it. And of course you can imagine I've got a lot of scars. I think I still got a scar on my knee. That was actually from when I was riding a bike. I think I still got a scar on my knee like, from when I fell. Ay -ay -ay. It's like a dark spot now. I mean, you can barely tell, but I'll never forget that crash. I went down a hill that people bet that I couldn't go down. And I said, oh, well, bet, you know. <laughs> so I, I went down that hill. Of course, I did, it. I did it by myself. Nobody saw me go down the hill. So the downside of me going down that hill was nobody was there <laughs> so um the good side was that i felt good after going down the hill so i mean i did fall and i did mess my knee up but i still win and i still have that win in my head to this day 
<laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah, like you still you show those people wrong, even though they didn't see it, but you show, you prove them wrong. <laughs> I proved you wrong. You you better know. It's in my heart, okay? It's in my heart. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that that would be one good thing with like social media coming into play when you were a kid. You could just record yourself. Look, I did it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. True. 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 Look at me going down this hill that everybody said I need to do. And then the whole camera like just falls and goes flying off into the sky. You see like the sky or something, and then you see the ground. <laughs> yeah. You're <gonna be> crying. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, so yeah. that would definitely be a vine. That would definitely be a vine. Yes. <laughs> Man, I miss Vine. <laughs> oh God, that was good stuff. That was good stuff. Rest, rest in peace. <laughs> R.I.P. Vine. That was TikTok. Yeah, so uh, things have definitely changed for sure. So, uh, so you're yeah, moving on into my next question. So, um, back when we were younger, like, and still even to this day, I feel like I even ask my nephews and nieces the same questions. I'll ask them, like, um, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And uh, they always, you know, give an answer. And then, you know, sometimes it turns out being different. So I guess mm -hmm. my question would be, uh, like, when people would ask you when you were a kid, what did you want to be when you grew up? Uh, what was your response? A meteorologist. <laughs> yeah, you wanted to be James Spann? <laughs> uh-huh. That's exactly what I wanted to be. I wanted to be just like James Spann. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually got it down here in my notes. Um, meteorologist, uh, a cook, and... Um, an astrologist like I don't know why um an astrologist but I got into that for a little bit and uh that was uh that was a thing for me just for a little bit and then it got into like ghost uh ghost hunting after that but whatever you know it seems like I wanted to deal with stuff um dealing with the unknown I guess I always the common thing with that was the unknown, I think, with all of those. Um, I kind of like the fact that, except for cook, maybe, like a chef, I don't know. You probably don't want to deal with something that's unknown as being a cook. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I mean, and now look at me, I'm, I'm an actor. So I, it's just, it's crazy how things like, you know, change over the course of, uh boy what 20 years and you know you say you want to be this and you think you want to be that and then you end up not being that and yeah so I always but my main thing was a meteorologist I always wanted to be like the one like with the little radar and telling people what the weather might be I thought it was really cool and and then all of a sudden I just said you know what I'm going to be an actor because I thought that was like a challenging thing and and that it is. I definitely got that. But um, I don't know what, I don't know, I don't know how to explain the shift. <laughs> I really don't know how to explain the shift. I just kind of did it and it kind of ended up working. It's, it's kind of weird. Um, and, but I also didn't give up on it. You know what I mean? Like it took, I knew that it took five, six years to be this or four, four years to be that. And like, this is my, I think this is my seventh or eighth year being an actor. And so that would probably be, um, I don't know what that would be like. I guess it would probably be like getting two bachelors right now. 
<laughs> but being an actor kind of involves so many like paths of life and it also um has a lot to deal with um it has a lot to deal with uh childhood honestly like on the subject of childhood it it has a lot to lot to do with that and developing you know those characters these real life people where you think you know one thing and then it's completely different or you think you want to go this direction and it's completely different that's just life you know um so i'm very fortunate and blessed to have actually you know succeeded in some of these endeavors that i've went on a journey to go get because it's been really good and educational as far as the the subject of childhood goes because we have an approach in our studies that deals a lot with childhood because that's where it all starts and that's you know that's the root of where we go from here is you know people are are like going through like 80 years old and they're still working out childhood issues you know that's not a coincidence it's not it's life that's just what we do like it's it's weird but i this is just something that's been going on since the dawn of time you think things are going to happen one way and then it ends up coming out in a completely different way and i think that um you know it it you gain a, a certain amount of appreciation if you have a certain amount of awareness to what is going on around you and your surroundings and your your childhood i think that you can learn so much from just living and being aware because with this list of things that i have right here i mean i never would have thought and it's just so crazy i mean looking at this these list of things because this, i'm none of those things but through acting i kind of get to be whatever too you know what i mean like it's it's definitely not a steady job, but I think, and I just had a friend tell me this literally yesterday. He said, I think you thrive off of not having stability. Like he goes like, I think that you, your, your space is all of these things, you know, like it's, it's weird because you know, you have your family members who are getting married or you have your family members who are having kids or you have your family members that just graduated and they're, they're doing their own thing. And it's 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 a path that they chose and it's and it's a stable path. But when you have somebody that says they want to be an actor, the path is so. So crazy, but maybe I get to be. I uh, Maybe I get to play a role where the guy is a meteorologist. And guess what? I'm finally a meteorologist through acting, you know? Or maybe I get to play somebody who's a cook. Or maybe I get to play somebody who's a ghost hunter. You know what I mean? Like, I think I like acting and all of that because I wanted to be so many things when I was little. I wanted to be this. I wanted to be that. I couldn't decide. But through acting, I kind of get to do and be all of those things and all of those people. And I can learn through them and through their paths when I get that script that, hey, this person went through this and I kind of get to create myself, you know what I mean? Like create the character myself. Of course, that comes with bigger roles. And that's why I would like to go on a venture on bigger roles. But uh, I mean, the playtime and the, the character creation and the 
the life that this character is living, I get to live through that. I get to live through that character too. And whether they be a meteorologist, cook, astrologist, you know, um, ghost hunter or any of these things that I've picked, I kind of get to live that life for a little bit and learn because life is full of lessons and life is full of all these things that full of all these like unexpected things that you just never would have imagined but they come out to be such a good thing later on you know what I mean and so that was like such a five-part question answer to that one question but (laughs) 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 but um yeah I I just that's my that's my viewpoint and that it's just so crazy because this subject has me thinking on so many things right now you know what I mean it's got this like stream of consciousness going right now so (laughs) (laughs) yeah well I definitely uh, appreciate this answer. I feel like it was a very, like, you made some really, really good statements and uh, powerful things, too, that I've heard out of that that even, like, impacted me. Because, like, you said, um, some you know, these things that you wanted to do growing up, like being a meteorologist and our ghost hunter, our cook, you know, these things. And then, like, in the place that you are now, you know, as an actor, you can even live in those, you know, through those, you know roles for a moment or two you know if you get that script and you may see that you know that may be happening for you in the future and I think that's just a like a whole like full circle kind of moment I start thinking about how like awesome that would be for something like that to happen you know hopefully that will happen because like you said there's so many changes that we have in life you know because like you said, you had a, a shift from those things to wanting to go into acting, like you said, comes with no mm-hmm. stability, really. So, you know, and there's that unknown moment of, you know, what's going to come next? What role am I going to be playing next? And, you know, here one year from now, you may be you may be in different roles that you didn't expect that you would be in. So mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. I think that's just um, it could be scary, but actually it could be also um like a cool moment too like just seeing like wow I never expected that like I would get to you know play this role or like I may be uh playing a a bigger role than expected you know like there's so many great things that can come out of it there's definitely you know obstacles that come with it too but just like thinking of Mm -hmm. the whole big picture of you know our our life and like our journey in life I think that's just a that would be an awesome like thing to see, like where you feel like, wow, like this is, this is what even like it stems back to our childhoods. Like, you know, this is the things that I even was thinking about wanting to pursue when I was a kid. And like, here I am, I'm getting to play these roles. I think that would be awesome to see in the future. (laughs) Oh yeah. I would, I would, it would be, it would be a great service to my childhood self to, to to be all these different things so I think that's probably why I do what I do you know and um it's crazy because like you know isn't that life doesn't end with me being an actor I can go up and decide and do I want to do something else you know what I mean I might be like hey I don't want to act anymore I want to go do something else I'm feeling something else right now you know what I mean and nobody ever told you that you couldn't you know what I mean? Like nobody ever said you can't be multiple things. Like even if I'm an actor, I don't have to like focus on that. You know, I, I can go do 
completely something different if I feel like it. And I think, you know, that's something that we owe to our, all of our childhood selves is that freedom of expectation. Uh, because when you're young, you're impressionable and you we kind of get these like, we kind of get these like, oh, I have to be, it has to be this, or it has to be that when you're growing up, you know what I mean? Like you, and, and, and more so now, um, think social media, um, more so now than ever, because now people feel like they have to be doing this, or they have to be doing that. And honestly, nobody ever said in this world that you cannot do that. You know, maybe people, maybe people made you feel that way, but that is all a mental construct that we built within ourselves based on our surroundings. And that's, you have to be doing this in order to do this, or you have to be doing it this way in order to get it that way. And it's just like, no, you can, you can still reach that end point and take a different path. Like you don't have to go the, the path most traveled to get to the destination. You know what I mean? Because I know, and this is an age old thing too. It's not about the destination. It's about the journey up, up to that point. And my gosh, I could tell you, I mean, you all can see the results on Facebook or Instagram. Um, my results, you can see some of those results, but boy, do I have a story for you on the journey. You know what I mean? Like the journey was, makes for a lot, lot more of a, a story than the actual result of how I got to that actual TV show. Um, because it's been, it's been a long time coming. And I think that, you know, I think it's important for us all to just keep our childhood selves um, speaking to take care of that child inside of us, because that's that little kid. Um, that little kid may have, you know, lacked some things that you may be you can give, you know, to to your younger self. Now, now that we're all older, we can we can do more things and um, we don't have so much of you know our parents influencing which way but and they probably still do but I think it's just important um while on this subject of childhood I think it's important crucial almost to make sure that we listen to that child inside of us because that little kid is is has so much to offer us and has so much to so much joy to to tell us about if we were to nurture that that young kid inside of us and I think no matter what if you had a good childhood or bad childhood that kid is gonna you know what I mean that kid wants to do more that little kid was unhinged and that little kid knew freedom you know what I mean he knew what it was like to to be through these certain situations and so that's going to be like our driving force throughout all of our years. So we, I think it's very important that we just listen to that little kid inside of us, you know? Yeah. Wow. I love that so much. I think that's just so important to, to, like you said, listen to our, our childhood selves and honor like our childhood self, because like we, we go through different journeys and like we have one expectation and then like you, we end up, uh, and sometimes in a different route than like where we expected. And, you know, some of it does come with, you know, like you were saying that um, we, when we were kids, we may be influenced by like adults. Like there is these different, um, 
different jobs and different careers that, you know, they, they throw at you, like not with my parents specifically, but like in general, I feel like people like to throw in like, oh, go be a doctor, go be a lawyer. You know, like those are like the two biggest ones that I feel like I hear. Mm. Oh, yeah. So then when Oh, you yeah. tell them like, oh, I'm going to be this instead, then they're like, what? Like, no, that's not like, it doesn't make good money. It doesn't, you know, then they start thinking of all these Uh, think negative things to like kind of throw at you but it's like Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it's like it all goes back to like that having the passion and having the desire to go after the the role or the career that you feel like you are meant to be in so like I feel like it once you become older sometimes our our minds like you know we kind of get a little bit more freedom as far as like getting to do what we want to do as far as our careers and um I think that's awesome, like, getting to see that because there's so many opportunities out there. Like, I didn't even realize until I was older, um, I didn't realize that there were just so many things that you can do out there, more than just, uh, you know, the, the sim- not the simple, like, I know being a doctor and a lawyer is not easy, but, like, just more than the, the general answer that people like to give of, you know, I want to be a doctor, a lawyer, or a firefighter, which those are all great jobs, but that's not everybody's path of life. So I think that's important to state. And I know my my career choices when I was a kid was not as good as yours. That I'm just gonna say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> okay what did you want to what did you want to want to do just to just out of curiosity what 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 were you what were you wanting to be when you were little Okay, so when I was in elementary school, <laughs> we had to write a book, like, you know, not answer these questions. I mean, like, it was for each kid in each, uh, in our, like, class that had to answer the same questions. And, and one of them was asking me, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? I said I wanted to work at Walmart. Well, you know what? You work at Walmart, okay? It is okay. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I almost was there because I was working at this grocery store for people don't know. It's called Food Giant. I worked there for nine years and it's like a mini grocery store. It's not Walmart, but But I guess I almost somewhat fulfilled, fulfilled my childhood dream by, There you go. by working there. So There yeah, working, you go. working at Walmart. So, but every time I go into Walmart now, I think, oh, I can't wait to get out of here because there's they never Yeah. have nothing. <laughs> they never. Yeah. You think you you think you want what you want, but it's it it turns out to be completely different. But I mean, you know, if you're really though, if your goal is to work at Walmart, and that's just anybody listening to this, then go work at Walmart. It is a good thing to work at Walmart if that's what you want to do. Go do it. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I think that's definitely good to point out because yeah, working at Walmart, I mean, you're definitely nothing wrong with that. Nothing, nothing I really want to pursue because I Yeah. was in retail for nine years and definitely don't miss that. So I'm definitely, Oh, yeah. I'm good. But as far as it's, I don't know why, like, I guess just when I was a kid, I think, um, There was a man, like, one of the Walmarts that I used to go to, there was a guy that used to always give these, like, it was a greeter, like a Walmart greeter. He would always give us, like, these smiley face looking stickers. And, like, every time we came in, and I don't know if it's just, like, the, the friendliness of Walmart people I miss back. those. Yes, yeah. I think the greeters I miss were, those. they were so, uh, they were just so friendly. Maybe I just thought, maybe, maybe he impacted me, like wanting to want to work at Walmart and getting to experience that with people. But things changed. And once I was in high school, um, I started having more of a change of what I want to do. 
and I'm actually doing it now. So like I went to, um, it was a school in Bessemer. It was called ITT Tech. It's not a school anymore, but um, oh really? But I don't think it is, uh, unless or wow. if it is, I'm not sure. But uh, so I, so don't quote me on that, viewers. Sorry if you if you are still a school <laughs> ITT Tech, but um, but I went on a field trip there to ITT Tech and just seeing the different opportunities that computer science and like graphic designing and all that comes with like there's so many mm -hmm. opportunities out there so um so i was going to do that but then weirdly when i started college at jeff state um like even their orientation i had a mindset that i, I wanted to go um be an accountant i don't know why but I, some reason i think i felt like i was good at math back in high school so I was thinking maybe I want to like be an accountant, but then after taking some of those classes, I said nope. So I changed over. I swapped um, to computer science, and, mm -hmm. uh, and that's where I am at now. Like even with my current job, I work at Coca Cola, um, somewhat in the IT department. Not really consider IT, but um, but I do some like um, troubleshooting and stuff like that, and even some coding. So I'm getting mm -hmm. to use my degree now. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There so, you go. So yeah, sometimes it just goes to show to um like you were saying, listening to that childhood, your childhood self. Like I should have done that even when I started college, because like all this time and when I was 14, I said I wanted to go into computer science. And uh, something told me, nope, you need to go to accounting. But um, but I guess that just goes to show, like you were saying, there's like lessons learned, you know, out of that. Sometimes you just gotta listen to your gut instead of just going, um, I don't know, just like thinking before you look. Well, let me try to think. Well, how to word it? Like you know, just um, like making sure you don't just jump the gun. I guess I should say, you know, just making sure you really think about what you want to do because this is your life, and there's um, many paths that can happen with these things and you definitely want to do something that you love so mm -hmm. oh yeah oh yeah because that's what you're going to be stuck with <laughs> well, i would say stuck with but like you can always change it but you know that's what you're gonna have to do it for a minute <laughs> no matter what you do you're gonna have to do it for a minute to get good at it so <laughs> yeah most definitely so uh so now moving on into our final question my question is um maybe as far as well, I guess I'll explain it after I ask the question. So what are some things that you missed the most about your childhood? So when I guess I think about that, I know we did talk about some things like TV shows we used to watch and, and all that, or maybe riding a scooter or a bike. But maybe mm -hmm. what are some maybe childhood memories that you miss like or that you think about? Um, Honestly, it's more like uh, the concept of it. Like... <laughs> Um, and I think I can vouch for everybody when I say that, I don't know, I miss not paying bills. I miss, you know, I miss having like a, you have to do something because now it's almost like you have to do something in order to survive these days. And so you just pick something and you go into it. But I, I just miss the overall freedom of childhood. Um, and when I say that, I mean, like, I miss like well the bill thing I'm, I'm not not paying bills was like my best <laughs> like, that's like a tiktok and like meme like my favorite childhood is not paying bills um and it's true but like i kind of missed like the overall like feeling of not really knowing anything um 
ignorance is bliss <laughs> ignorance is bliss but um it was just the feeling of i don't have to be anywhere i don't have to you know what i mean i don't have to to do this i don't have to get up in the morning and put up with people all day i think just little things like that and the fact that some i had somebody there to tell me hey it's nap time you know what i mean i wish i had somebody to tell me to go to sleep or to watch what i'm eating or to it's almost like i have too much of it now you know too much power stop um and it's kind of going back to the the what i was saying earlier with social media it's like it's too much information now that we have we have too much at our hands at our disposal so it's 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 kind of like that same idea with adulthood where with childhood you had limitations you had somebody watching over you, you had somebody you know telling you things that you know giving you advice and doing all these things and now it's kind of like nobody's telling you anything nobody's telling you to do anything so like that literally i i spoke of it as a pro that's also the con too Nobody told you anything. And that could be a scary thing that, you know, one, one moment you got somebody telling you, like, this is the right way to do it, this da, 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 or this is how I feel about it. And the next thing you know it, you're on your own. You know, like, it's, it's weird. It's really weird. Um, because I think that the very thing that makes childhood great is the very thing that makes adulthood like the worst. <laughs> <laughs> um it, it plays a very it plays a catch 22 kind of almost paradoxical kind of thing you know what i mean like it's a very weird it's a very weird thing but i just miss the freedom of it all and i kind of miss like the lightning bugs that would be out at night and, and the lightning bug came out with some ground told me to always come in um when uh, the lightning bugs are out so once the lightning bugs are out it's time for me to go go in the house but I just missed that it almost felt like a fairy tale in a way you know what I mean like it was very the way I remember it was very uh, cinematic and fairy tale like um, and I know everybody's childhood wasn't like that and some people's adulthood will probably be better than their childhood but um, and in that case, you know, like go you, I know this, but I know there's a lot of things that, you know, that you can still learn, even if it wasn't like, even if it wasn't the, ch the childhood, like you could learn from your childhood self. Um, but I, I think that it was the, the freedom of it all, if that makes sense. Like, I don't know. I don't know, there's kind of like this like thumbtack note that people put up on childhood and being young as being free or being able to do more. And I mean, it's not not necessarily wrong. It's not necessarily false. It is there, but I do kind of miss that feeling of or that that thought of freedom with guided limitations <laughs> yeah that's actually uh, a really good answer i didn't really think about it that way but like when you were talking about freedom i think that is uh that definitely stood out to me because you know when people think about 
when they're a kid, they're like, oh, I can't wait to grow up, get out of high school and, you know, all of these things like, and then you add like, you know, I'm free basically once you become an adult, but then reality Mm -mm. gets, Mm yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You are not free. Put on these handcuffs. (laughs) Yes. Basically. Yeah. Put on the handcuffs. You gotta, you gotta go to work. You gotta pay these bills. Like you said, there's like an expectation that you have to, you gotta do these jobs and tasks. And some people have to take on more than one job. you know, for example, and, <laughs> and so there, you know, just to stay financially stable, like, you know, there's a lot of hard challenges that come out of being an adult. So like, really, um, like when it comes to these kids, or even me back in the day, I was like, Oh, I can't wait to get out of school. And then here I am out of school. And I, I don't really miss the, the school aspect of it. But like Exactly. you were saying, I do miss, um, Like the idea of just being a kid and having that freedom of, you know, like having your parents to rely on and or, you know, Mm having -hmm. an older sibling to rely on, you know, telling you um, not that you really expect that older sibling to really be bossy, but like, I guess, like expecting more of, a, you know, just having somebody to lean on as far as guidance, like you were saying. Mm And then hmm now here we are in the adult world and it's basically on us like we had to. determine our own decisions and um you know where we want to live you know what job we want to do so there is so many scary things that can come out of that with just the unknown and not knowing what's going to happen Mm like even like as far as right now i'm still living with my parents so like eventually if i start you know having the idea of moving out you know maybe if i ever get married one day and have children just those like things start like when I start thinking about that it's like oh my gosh like what do I do like in those moments Mm hmm. that's where it's like oh like you know you can't even plan stuff like that out because you never know Mm hmm. you know who you're going to marry you know there's just so many like aspects that go into that so I think the freedom is definitely big for sure I think uh Mm hmm. you know just missing that and then one other thing that I thought of that like I really miss is like like the the innocence of being a kid I think that is just like something that I kind of miss because like once you get older, you're like exposed to different things in life. And, um, you know, and sometimes we fall into these um, traps, you know, to where, you know, we may regret some things and um, there's heartbreak, you know, things that come, you know, like whether it's a relationship, um, you know, friendship, you know, a friendship that ended on bad terms. Like that's feel like when we were kids, like, those weren't things I, I didn't really have to think about, like, you know, losing friends or, you know, or if I had a crush on somebody, I didn't, you know, there was no like rejection that really came with that. Like, it was just more Mm of hmm a, a crush that like I kept secret about, but then mm like hmm nowadays, whenever you like, like somebody and then there's that idea of rejection, then you almost get this defeated feeling. So like, there's just so much about being a kid that like, I miss as far as like not having to go through heartbreak, you know, being going through rejection, whether it's a um, relationship or even if it's for a job, like it took me, it took me 64 um, job applications before I got my job that I'm at right now. So it took me forever for once I got out. Well, it felt like forever. It was only five months, but um, once I got out of college at UAB, And then to, to where I'm at now with Coca-Cola, it took me five, almost six months to, you know, finally get something, 64 uh, job applications, many interviews. Mm-hmm. Wait. 
So just that whole thing, I definitely, you know, you don't have to go direct to kid, of course. So there's so much that I miss about being a kid. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And this is going to go into the, the other conversation that we'll probably have later with Hollywood expectations. But just to briefly touch on it, I completely understand with the, the I mean, the rejection, because that's all that's that's about mm, that's part of the job. Being rejected is part of the job of an actor. Like you're going to audition hundreds of times and you will get rejected. And so that's something I had to become friends with real quick, stepping into the business. Oh, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, is rejection. And that's also like something that, you know, I think my childhood self personally um, kind of handled a little bit better. Um, or I don't know if I really handled it better or just kind of accepted it you know what I mean but um I know it's kind of like weird and weird to say but like it kind of helped me grow and it like I said then this is why it's so important to realize where you come from as a child and what your childhood self is saying and um why this is such a crucial thing because it's going to completely you know hinder you it can hinder you or it can really help you out um as far as childhood goes but um you know just knowing what that little kid is capable of and knowing what that little kid is uh, not capable of what that little kid needs or never got or wants to have or you know what I mean um so I think that that I mean I, that just kind of reminded me but um yeah that's also probably more so into our next topic too (laughs) (laughs) yeah most definitely I could see definitely a lot of rejection that comes out of you know the the Hollywood life or the actor life you know just going into that like Mm -hmm. I could definitely see where rejection comes into play with that and like you were saying I could I could relate to as far as like being a kid like you know almost (laughs) taking rejection uh easier than I do now like as far as when I was a kid I probably just thought like oh okay whatever like you know I'm good Mm -hmm. let me move on to this let me go watch tv let me go play video games but when Mm -hmm. we're adults when we get rejected it it, it hits different like it feels more like crap like what did I do wrong like what could Mm -hmm. I what could I done better at and we start um that's kind of where like mental health can come sometimes play into the game Mm -hmm. like you know as far as um you know like you start kind of getting these um bad self-esteem like qualities that you start kind of putting yourself down so there's just mm-hmm. so many th- things out of you know being a uh adult that you know mm-hmm. it's hard because these feelings start coming up you know whether it's for um a passion you know whether it's a job that you want to pursue or or, mm-hmm. or somebody that you want to pursue and you get rejected in that way it's just so much that comes with being an adult (laughs) it really does (laughs) it really does but but at the end of the day I think a good like final thought that like you brought up was really good was like just listening to your childhood self you know making sure that you know you you honor your childhood self because I think at the end of the day um we all have those moments where we're still um you know a kid at heart like for example Mm -hmm. the, the new Mario movie that would be coming out (laughs) 
Oh yeah. <laughs> Full on kid. Full on kid when that comes out. <laughs> yes, definitely. I cannot wait. <laughs> Yeah, that, and then, like, I think a, a few years ago when Toy Story 3 came out, like, about 10, 11 years ago, oh, I was running up in there. I said, Andy. Uh, I know, right? It's like, Andy, you're growing <laughs> up on us. No. Right, like, right. Don't remind us that we're growing up, too. <laughs> literally, literally. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 that was definitely a feel, feelsy one. <laughs> yeah, I definitely cried during that one. It was a... It was definitely rough just saying like, oh, crap, like this is reminding me that I'm old, too. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You remember Inside Out? Inside Out. Uh, I don't know if you've seen that, but uh, have you seen Inside Out? I haven't, but I know what you're talking about. Oh, my gosh. OK, so um, spoiler alert. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Spoiler alert. Um, there is uh, a scene where... Um, and this isn't a major part of the movie, but but then again, it is. So I'll just say this: there's a scene where um, her imaginary friend is um, with her with one of her emotions, and um, the imaginary friend ends up in the, well, they both her and emotion and the imaginary friend ends up in the spot where basically there's no point of return. Like you cannot return into the girl's life if you are in that that pool of places of memories so basically um this imaginary friend ended up sacrificing himself and ended up in the in the pool of memories that will never return to her and uh he ended up uh being forgotten forever and that was an imaginary friend but that was also like a place of all the imaginary friends that this little kid had and I tell you, I ball at that scene almost every time. Every time. Uh, it just hits me. It hits me. You have to watch that scene. It's so good. So good. <sighs> yeah, that's deep. I didn't realize that that movie had like some deep. I knew it was about like emotions that were like in the movie. Oh, like gosh. joy. It's deep. <laughs> but, whew. So, yeah, I definitely yeah. got to get that a watch. <laughs> Do it. Do it. <gasps> Yeah, Excuse so me. so anyways, I think that is actually going to close out our topic on childhood. I think that was definitely a really good conversation, and I definitely appreciate you being on here. <laughs> thank you for having me. Thank you, thank you. Appreciate it very much. <laughs> yes, you're welcome, absolutely. And I definitely look forward to having you back in, on some future episodes, so that was definitely going to be fun as well. <laughs> yes, yes, I look forward to that. So, everybody, if you are watching this and on YouTube or on YouTube, oh, I said YouTube or YouTube. <laughs> if you're watching this <laughs> on YouTube or Instagram at Not Your Average Joel Podcast, um, be sure to give me a like or subscribe to my channel or, you know, give me a follow on there. I definitely would appreciate that. Or if you're listening to this episode on any of the podcast streaming platforms like Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, I definitely would appreciate your support there as well. So anyways, everybody, I thank y'all for watching and I will see y'all on the next episode of Not Your Average Show. Bye. Thank you, everybody. That took the time to listen to this episode of Not Your Average Show. My podcast is available on YouTube, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Radio Public, Pocket Casts, and Overcast.
If you want to see some standout moments, funny moments, or behind-the-scenes moments from my podcast, then please visit my Instagram page at NotYourAverageJoelPodcast. If you enjoy my content and want to see and hear more about my episodes, then please subscribe to my YouTube channel where you can hit the bell notification so that you can be notified whenever I post a new episode. You listening to this episode means so much to me. And if you ever want to be a future guest on my podcast, then please feel free to reach out to me on my Instagram page. I can't wait to share more of my life with you guys on the next episode of Not Your Average Joel. Thank you, everybody, once again, and I will talk to y'all later. Goodbye.